It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, welcome to the rendezvous. C'est moi, c'est Simon Marcel, Simon Marcel in English. The accent is French. Um, before I get to the phone lines, I want to invite you to a very unique podcast experience, which is called La Confession. In French, La Confession. So basically, I've had, um, just a couple of days ago, a very interesting conversation with a woman who was in love with another woman who was married. And you're not going to believe what really happened after that. Check it out. Go to my website, therendezvousshow.com, and check my podcast, La Confession. It's really incredible sometimes what I hear. And, and it's uh, also, I would say I would learn from it because it's life. It happens. And um, we all learn from each other's experiences. So check out my podcast. Be part of it. Go to therendezvousshow.com. Now, if you have a question for me tonight, just call me. 855-905-8255. Any questions about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lynn. Hi, bonjour, Simon. How are you? I'm good. Bonjour, bonjour. So, I understand you have a question about your ex. What's going on between you guys? <sighs> yes. So, we've been friends in college. Um, we dated. It was a great relationship. Um, however, um, I cheated on him, so he broke up. But We run in the same circle, so it's very hard not to see him and not to have interactions. Uh -huh. um, he recently told me that he has a baby on the way. Um, he's been going to therapy, and I cheated on him, and that's the reason why we broke up. Okay. But he's ready to forgive me. So my only dilemma now is I don't know how to handle the baby situation. Okay. He's having a baby with another woman, obviously. Yeah. Is he with the other woman? I mean, what is their situation? No. So they've been together for on and off for a couple of years, and he claims it's over. But then she called recently and told him that she was pregnant. But he's very adamant that it's not going to be a situation where they're going to be together. Yeah, how do you feel about it in your intuition? Do you feel this is a deal breaker, that he's going to have a, a baby from another woman? Are you willing to deal with this? What's your intuition? I mean, normally, honestly, it would have been a deal breaker because I just can't foresee myself being with someone who has a child. But because I've known him for so long, I just feel like it's not over between him and I. And I kind of feel like I'm leading towards us working on it because I've never really felt this way about anyone aside from him. I see. So how about having maybe dinner with him, maybe reconnect and see how it goes. I, I, I think it's okay to reconnect. I think it's okay to talk. I think it's okay to take time and reflect. The mistake would be to rush in any direction, yes, no, mm -hmm. or, you know. But I think you've got nothing to lose then to sit down, have dinner, reconnect, see how it goes, and go from there. I, I like the idea of second chances. I, I like the idea that Uh, it's not lost forever because one makes a mistake. So I would be in mm -hmm. favor of a great talk and, and spending time together. I'm kind of leading to one of that, but giving you giving me the green light, it makes me feel a lot better. I'm glad I did because I, I have a good feeling about it. So I say, you know, I like the fact you went to therapy. So um, yeah. did you go to therapy, by the way? Um, no, but my mom is a therapist and I get that from her. <laughs> Yes, I'm not sure it's the same, though. So if I was your boyfriend, I would say, listen, I've made the work, do the work, too. So both of us have yeah. cleaned the past, not just okay. me. 
You're right, you're right, you're right. Let me, yeah, yeah. All right, good luck to you. Thank you so much for calling and have a good Thank night. You. Good night, Simon. Talking about exes, I just got a very interesting Instagram DM question about somebody who has an ex who wants to come back, but stay with me. We're going to get to this dilemma next. So I got a very interesting Instagram DM question at Rendezvous Radio from Kaya, who uh, says, Bonjour, Simon. My ex and I broke up in December after growing apart. Earlier today, he asked me if he could quarantine with me because... He has to leave where he's staying. I'm torn because while I love him, I want to help him, but I'm also afraid of falling back into a relationship with him where we're both not happy. So, Simon, what do you think I should do? Well, that's a good question. If your ex would ask you to help him, you know, for the time being in the quarantine to move in with you for a while, should you say yes or should you say no? I'll tell you what I think next. What would you do if you broke up in December with your ex and now that ex reached out back to you and said, listen, is it okay if I quarantine with you for a little because I have a bit of a situation? Would you take him back just for a bit because you, you, know, you still love him and uh, you want to help him, but you're also afraid of falling back into a relationship that didn't work for you guys? So what do you think you should do? Let him move in for a while or not? And I say, no way. I say, when it's still confused in your head, in your heart, in your soul, it's going to lead to a confusion situation. And you will, ooh la la. I tell you that now. Put two exes together that still have kind of loving feelings for each other. You know, at night, when we lose our reason, when there's a bit of wine, a little bit of atmosphere, oof. No, <laughs> it's too dangerous. So my advice, Kaya, is not to let him move in with you and be supportive, but not let that happen. Or you're going to go straight back to where you were back in December, and you're going to have to break up again. So that's my advice. No way, Jose. Thank you for the Instagram DM, though. You calls are next. Any question about your relationship, call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Mina. Bonjour, Simon. I have a question. So my boyfriend and I have been planning on moving in together for a couple months now. But now because with everything going on, uh, he's going to move into my studio apartment to save some money and just to plan out things a little better. So I just want advice on <laughs> how to make that go smoothly, how we can make sure we can get along living in such a small quarters. I mean, I don't anticipate us not getting along, but I'm just worried because it's such a small space how we can still get our alone time, you know. So just advice on that. I see. So there is um, kind of a, a rule I go to when, whenever, you know, you move in with somebody in a very small space, one-bedroom one apartment or studio, is that obviously physically you have to find a little corner for decoration, even a tiny space where you have each different pictures or each different little space, right? We have to make a physical space, where maybe it's a chair and one side of the desk, maybe it's a wall, maybe it's something, but you have to give him uh, a little space for his personal little things, number one. Number two, uh, the use of headphones. So, uh, you know, mm. when we want to disconnect from each other and there's not enough space for it, and for instance, we want to watch different series on Netflix, do we want to watch <laughs> or listen to different kind of music or podcasts yeah. or this show, other things, a pair of headphones on a computer or on your cell phone will help you separate from each other mentally 100%, right? 
So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You just enter two different universes the minute you listen to something else. And you've got to explain to each other, it's not against you, it's not, I yeah. want to be rude, but it's our own way to find our own space in our own mind without you know, hurting each other and recharging what we need personal time alone. So use that yeah. rule. I've used it with a girlfriend before you know, in, <laughs> on, on traveling. It works. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, that, to- that seems totally doable. Even though there's no separate rooms, I do have a couple corners, <laughs> and he'll have he'll have his own stuff here. So that makes sense. Exa- and the headphones, yeah, we can totally make that work. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. It works for me a lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Stay healthy and stay safe, Mina. Okay. You too. Thanks, Mina. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Next, I'm going to do something that I almost never do on this show. I am going to pass a message of love from somebody to his wife. And um, there is a deeper message with that. So stay with me. Let's get to that email next. If you've been listening to The Rendezvous long enough, you know mostly, you know, I like to get to you calls. I like to hear, you know, love stories. But in the crazy world we live in, um, I know some couples are separated physically. And I've offered you, and I meant it, to do a shout out or to pass a message of love if you have somebody who's on the other side of the country, the other side of the state, the other side of the world that you love and you want to make sure they know it. So I got this email at therendezvousshow.com from Tom and I want to read to his wife Patricia what he said. He wrote, Simon, my wife Patricia and I are quarantined separately and I just wanted to know that I will never take a day with her for granted again. This time apart, has taught me to appreciate her so much more and I plan to show it to her every day for the rest of our lives. He said, Simon, could you please tell her how much I love her with all my heart? And he says, thank you for keeping her company at night. She loves your show. So Tom, thanks for the email. And Patricia, I hope you appreciated this email directly from your husband to you. Now let's talk about the danger of taking a partner for granted. Next. So I just got this email from uh, Tom, who basically said, I love my wife and I don't want to take her for granted ever again. And so my question for you is, have you ever taken your partner for granted? Look back and say, hmm, yes, many times. I'll I'll admit, I've done this mistake so much that I should have ever done. So I'm guilty of all that, taking somebody for granted. And I'm sorry for that. Uh, But there is a lesson of this, is, is the message of gratitude. It is like, when we take somebody for granted, we forget the message of gratitude, of, you know, being grateful for having a partner that is a good one. And it's true at the beginning, we invest so much to get to this partnership sealed, and then we take it for granted, and sometimes we pay the consequences for that. So the lesson of this, more than ever, don't take your partner or your partnership for granted. Even if you've been married for 50 years, it's still about today, here, and now. Not about yesterday, not about tomorrow. Keep that in mind. I think it's a great lesson. Thank you so much for the email. You calls are next. If you have a romantic story that happened to you in the middle of this madness, this is the place for sure where to share it. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lucy. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I'm good. Bonjour, bonjour. So I understand something romantic happened to you, but I don't know what it is. It did. Um... And I have to say, I don't really have a lot of romantic things happening in my life right now, but this one was very special, so I wanted to share it with you. Please, Um, go ahead. Well, two months ago, before all this started happening, 
um, you know, I was at work and I have a client that we have at work and we, you know, we clicked and, you know, we talked and everything and he would stop in, but with everything that's going on now, I'm not really able to see him. So we've been texting back and forth, you know, for two months, um, nothing la la you know he's been very respectful we've had great conversations and i i and maybe it's a good thing because we're really getting to know each other but you know i told him i i'm really lonely you know i'm sure a lot of us are unfortunately right now and you know i live yeah. in the midwest it's been a lot of gray skies lately not That's something true. you really want to go outside but i actually uh was surprised <laughs> um I had a knock at the door, and I received some flowers from him out of oh. the blue. Um, they were beautiful, red, white, and yellow roses. And oh, the card yes. was very simple. It just said, some flowers for a better day. Um, How did that make you feel? It made me feel really special. I mean, you know, right now, with everything that's going on, you do a lot of thinking, and, you know, and... It's just I've realized I've never really had something like this happen, and it just makes you feel like a really special person, you know, because someone's really thinking about you, you know? I love this. Listen, Lucy, you know, I'm sure many, many of my wonderful listeners will wish they were you for that second and get roses to their doorsteps tomorrow morning. So thank you for this inspirational stories. And I'm really happy he did this. That's what romance is about. Some flowers for you to have a better day. Unforgettable. Thank you so much, Lucy, for sharing that story. And have oh, a good thank night. thank you, Simon. Thank you. You too. You know, following that story, I got a question for you. When was the last time your partner made you feel very special? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. When was the last time your partner made you feel very special? Think about it. When was the last time you received something that made you feel so special, so unique, so heard, so valued, so loved? When was it? Because I don't think we maybe understand the importance of making a partner feel special. And not just once a year on Valentine's Day, but all year long. Small things, little things big things, because if we don't start feeling special with each other, then it numbs the romance, then it numbs the ooh then it numbs the sunshine in your life. The joie de vivre goes away. We have to be able to express how happy we are to have a partner like you. So let me share with you a few things that I've made over my life to make a partner feel special. Maybe you'll like it, maybe not. We'll see. My experiences are next. So, my father told me that once you have a wonderful partner, don't ever take her for granted, right? Talked about my mom. He said the biggest mistake we all can make is take a wife, a husband, a partner for granted. We have to charm them, charm them again, charm them more. We can never charm them enough. And so, I've learned from that school that from cooking a little chocolate mousse or whatever my girlfriend likes to eat, from writing on my little cardboard, a little handwritten love note, a thank you love note, a, a, a drawing 
from the roses to the tulips. I loved giving tulips, beautiful. And also to things that are very personal, gifts that are not just for anybody, just for her. It's the personalization that makes the gift so special, not just the value, the fact that it's been thought about for you. That is the message of being romantic. I hope you like it. You calls, it was your questions are next. 855-905-8255. That's the rendezvous number. Elisa, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. I understand you're in a long-distance relationship and you have a question. What's going on? Yeah, so he's a really great guy. Like, he has everything that I want. He's currently working on his PhD. He lives in the Northeast. And uh, I have my heart committed to my career here. So I just wanted some advice on how do you balance your career and your dreams with, like, someone else's career and their pursuits. I see. So uh, before we get to that, Elisa, how much do you love this guy? I love him a lot. On a scale of 1 through 10, about an 8. Okay. Um, how much do you think he loves you? A 10. <laughs> okay. You ate <laughs> 10 for him. Um, how much do you love your job? A 10. How much does he love his job? I think uh, 8 or 9. Okay. Now, the thing is, long-distance relationship can last forever if it's satisfying for both. Are you happy in your long-distance relationship? No. Because? Um, because at this point in my life, I really appreciate physical touch. Um, sure. And dating and cooking and ooh-la-la and all those things. Ooh-la-la. And, yeah, I, I just want to be around him. And, um, you know, what it really is is his Ph.D. program. You know, like he's invested in being in the Northeast for at least four or five years. Uh, listen, you've got to do what's good for you. So mm -hmm. before you decide, and I don't want to influence you because it's too personal, I would like you to take a notebook and I would mm -hmm. like you to write everything you love about him, everything you like about him, everything you would miss if you were not with him. Mm -hmm. And then you also write on another page everything you don't like about being in a long-distance relationship. Mm -hmm. And after that, when everything is 100% clear, you take your decision following your intuition, not to break the relationship, but to not betray yourself. That's the mm -hmm. key, Elisa. We have one life. So mm -hmm. if you feel you can't wait these three, four years, and I would respect that, you are totally entitled to break up. And then maybe, you know, he will change his mind or maybe he will not. But don't betray yourself for anyone. That's good. All right. So take your time. <laughs> analyze the situation. And don't blame him. Don't blame his work. Don't blame your work. It's just c'est la vie. It's life. It's what it is. It is what it is. That's a really great activity. I'm going to do that tonight. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Yeah, do that Thank tonight you. or tomorrow. Elisa, good luck to you. Thank you so much for your call and have a good night. Good night, Simon. Let's finish the show with a great question for you. How would you react if your partner suggested that you guys go to couples therapy? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. How would you react? If your partner suggested that you guys go to couples therapy, was it something that you'd be in favor of, and something you, you fear, something you look forward to, something that is inspiring you, something that gives you hope? Couples therapy. You know I'm all for it, but I wanted to know what you thought. So I posted that question, and I hope you follow me at Rendezvous Radio, Twitter, Instagram, at Rendezvous Radio. 
And I, so I posted that question for you. How would you react if your partner suggested that you go to couples therapy? Surprisingly, 83% of you voted, I would react positively. And 17% of you said no negatively, I don't want to do that. And I'm really happy because the majority of you feel like this is something that could help you couple, you know, heal the past or heal something, help each other understand each other. I'm all for it. I'm always in favor of therapy and I'm always in favor of good conversation that leads to peace in the house. So thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. Check out my website, therendezvousshow.com. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.